Uh, hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name's TJ. I'm here with my best friends, Dan and Colin. What's up, guys? How are you doing this fine evening? Awesome. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, Christmas is over uh, until next year. So Excited to play with your new toys? Yeah, you know, some. You fantasizing about jersey numbers yet? Yes. Well, that you know I do every single year. I know. And now yeah. that with the, with the new jersey rule, which is mm-hmm. ridiculously awesome, and it pumps me up beyond belief. I know it does. Um, Wait, what, what's the new Jersey rule? We live in New York. Oh. <laughs> oh. All, all I know is that uh, Tommy Brady doesn't like it too much, so I'm going to like it a lot more now. Oh, is it going to confuse his little brain? Oh, I don't know who the middle linebacker is, dude. <laughs> Wait, Colin, can you share what the new rule is for listeners that might not be That's abreast of some information? Uh, what is it? It's wide receivers and running backs. Actually, I think. Linebackers. linebackers too yeah you can yeah. be anything from one to uh is it one to, is it just the single digit or just go to 19 i thought it was one to 19 which would make more sense either way it's going to be more college looking which i think is just sweet i mean i love the biggest guy on the field being number one it's the best <laughs> isn't that a weird complaint too because don't they call out who the mic is before every single snap yeah. anyway yeah is it just like complaining because it's going to be harder to identify the guy who's clearly the Mike linebacker? I guess. I, think I don't Tom, know. I think by now Tom should be pretty good at this. He might might be the best who ever did it. So I, I don't have a lot of sympathy for him. I think he's going to figure it out. Oh, yeah. He'll figure it out. He just loves to whine. Oh, did you see uh, what he said? the other? I don't know if it was today or the other day I sent it to you guys. I, I, so you obviously did see it. But he was like, uh, if he could give away two rings to have the undefeated season, he would oh, do yeah. it. Yeah. Eat That's it, Tom. Nice. Too yeah. bad, Tom. Never going to have that. No. I won't tell you. So we're here today to talk about the draft. Um, I mean, overall, I, I think it was good. I think there's some questions that we're all going to be asking. And, and I think the first round was definitely a bit questionable. Um, before we get into that, maybe we'll just talk about, like, Dave Gettleman trading down twice. Amazing. Maybe, depending on how you look at it. But, you know accumulate I, the one thing i have to say is accumulating 10 picks next year which is two firsts two thirds two fourths and then the original slate of what we had next year it's going to be a lot easier to evaluate talent the guys are going to be have been playing um all all season the guys haven't weren't going to be opting out so you know whether or not next year's draft will be easier to evaluate than this one i think it, probably so it is it is a good deal to me to have accumulated those picks depending which i'll talk about in a bit what do you guys feel about the trading down were you happy overall dan I couldn't believe it happened. I thought yeah. I was taking crazy pills. I, I I think I was in disbelief until like it came to the twentieth pick. Um, I agree that 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 was a slam dunk. Getting a first round for next year is going to be great. Um, you know, don't don't know how much Dave Gettleman was involved in this, but someone got in his ear and he allowed it to happen. Um, and I don't think it would have happened but for you know the Eagles trading up and taking um, Devonte Smith right before us, who was definitely going to go <laughs> we were definitely going to take you know as in accordance with the information that leaked everyone in the league knew we were going to take him um and it sort of forced the giants hand to trade back which was a, a bit of a of a blessing for us um we'll get into the, the pick they ended up making but i i couldn't believe it i, I was i was thrilled with the, the trade down yeah i was overjoyed i mean I, 
my dad had a theory which I have no idea what it's based on, and I kind of believe it, and I don't know why. And it like almost makes me a little sad because it's Joe Judge, but he thinks it was Joe Judge that wanted Devontae Smith, regardless of that one article that came out that said that he loved him. Yeah. He just had this feeling like this it doesn't feel like a Gettleman thing. It it, it feels like he wanted a wide receiver and he wanted a game breaking wide receiver in the first round, and that was the goal. And the and you know, what we ended up getting was the plan B. But uh uh, not to mention trading back up in the third. So two trades down and then one trade up, mm-hmm. which is kind of sweet. Um, and, you know, we had the, the room to be able to do it, which is pretty cool, too. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy on that that front for sure. I mean, I also read that it, they leaked that they wanted Smith as a smokescreen. I don't buy that because no. <laughs> Dave has told everyone who he was drafting in the first round his whole entire career. So uh, let's just get right into round one. I mean, it was a pick that I think a lot of people liked and then a lot of people didn't like. Um, for me, I I do like Tony. I think he's a great player. I, I think he's got, you know, with the ball in his hands, he makes a lot of people miss. He's got sure hands. He definitely has, like, elite change of direction ability. I think he'll be a good contributor on this team. I don't think it's ever bad to get your quarterback, developing quarterback, more weapons. I think that's great. Th- that being said, I think at 20, he is an injury-prone slot receiver. I don't think that's a good spot to pick him at. Um, I think there were people on the board that would have been better suited to the Giants uh, needs now. Um, and another thing, you know, I, I know we were talking about this before. He could a lot of comparisons to Percy Harvin. And, and my first thought when I was hearing this was that Percy Harvin was a guy who needed to get schemed into an offense to be half his most success. I don't see Jason Garrett being creative enough to scheme him and to get him the ball like he's going to need to, because I don't think Tony is just going to create by himself. Wait, what makes you think Jason Garrett isn't creative, TJ? I mean, <laughs> would it be a body of work, perhaps? Uh, you know, <laughs> just perhaps like the air, still running the air coil, you know, would maybe be <laughs> be one indicator. But, you know, I think Tony will really thrive in like an offense with a lot of pre-snap motion. The Giants don't have that. I think, you know, he's going to be the third or fourth receiving option on a team that desperately needs help along the offensive line. And that really is what it comes down to for me is that I would not have traded back and I would have picked Slater at 11 because I think he would have jumped right into the, to that guard spot that no one is starting. Um, You know, Lemieux is still a question mark on one side. Will Hernandez has been in the league for three years. He's only gotten worse each year. We know what we have from him and it's not a starting caliber NFL guard. So to me, I would have loved to have drafted Slater. And, you know, even if we did trade down, I think, you know, you could have addressed pass rusher in the first with, with pay or gotten Darasaw, the tackle. And I think either of those guys would probably would have been better picks. I mean, it, it, like, everyone's talking about Tony like he's all of a sudden going to make all the defenses super honest and no one can blitz anymore because he's going to get the ball out and he's so quick. Daniel Jones was sacked 11 times in the first two and a half seconds he had the ball last year. That's the most in the NFL. I don't see how not addressing the worst unit on the team is going to help Jones's development overall. Who cares how many weapons you have if you can't get the ball out to them because no one's blocking for you. It's just a, it, 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 I like the moves. I give the move in the round like an A, but the guy they picked for me is like a B. Um, I mean, overall, it just, it, it, the team is better, but it could have been better and they could have addressed a need at the same time as picking the best player available with Slater at 11, I thought. Um, TJ, that 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 was a great sack stat right there. That, the <laughs> sack, that, that was a nice pull. Um, yeah, I mean, it's true, though. Like, you know, we have saw Daniel Jones get beat up last year. I mean, in the Cardinals game, he got obliterated. 
I, I mean, granted, he was he was hurt a little bit and didn't have you know his full mobility that game, but he got stuck at three times in a row. I mean, and and then Zeitler's gone, who was the best offensive lineman, and now you know what are you what are you left with? You're left with a unit that Dave says Dave Gettleman says he believes in, but for those of us who live in reality, we realize that the O line is a giant question mark for the Giants next season. So I mean, what do you what did you feel, Dan, about this whole whole first round trade down and Tony and, and all that? Um, I love the trade down. I would keep the trade down. I I like Kadarius Tony as a player. I think he's an interesting uh, weapon. You know, sort of in the vein um, of maybe like a like an Alvin Kamara type. Like he's unconventional in the way he moves and the way he cuts. Like he does things that like if you watch his highlight film, it's like he just like slippery. Um, I'm very excited to have him on the team. He's going to be fun to watch. But you're right. He's sort of a luxury player. Um, and he's not what, you know, any of us anticipated we would take with, you know, that blue chip um, pick we have. Um, and I think you could have got a comparable wide receiver um, in the second second round. Um, there were, Both of the Moors were on the board. Um, a few other uh, wide receivers. Um, uh, Terrace Marshall was on the board. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, higher rated wide receivers would have been available at that spot and and also further down in the draft um there are smaller school slot receivers that have the same sort of twitchy um background and tony would have been available in the second round of that of that spot as well um that being said super stoked on trading down and getting that draft equity um but like you said i think darasa was probably the move to make for the giants there um just a a I've recommended him before the draft at taking him at 11. So obviously I would have taken him at 20 um, and then use the second round pick to pick up that slot guy. And as we see, as we go further, we, we got some great value later in the draft. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tony's going to be fun, but not what we needed for this team right now. Yeah. Colin, what were your thoughts on this whole thing? This whole thing, the first round, I should say. Well, I mean, <laughs> as soon as the pick was made, I was thrown back to you know evan ingram well the the days of like when i had my first hate nap with justin Pugh and i didn't want him or <laughs> or saquon when we didn't want him but it it kind of washed over me quicker for some reason and i can't figure out why and i think the more that came out after the fact sort of made me feel better about it. So you're going to have to bear with me here because we all know how we feel about Gettleman and his scouts or, or what seems to be his people. But if you want to like just kind of take a step back and think about other teams and how they, they do things or, or you know their internal workings and all that kind of stuff, you have a value board. You, you look at the value board. You're not going to go out of the value to draft something for need to a point and that's the difference between us talking heads and actual teams even if it's the fifth sixth seventh round you're not just going to pick an offensive lineman because you need the guy there if you get to a certain point in the draft where you see that there is better value to be had you kind of have to look big picture and be like all right would you rather a mediocre player now in a position of need or a really good steal at, at least in our eyes now and then address that later and hopefully build a team over a couple of seasons because this is still a rebuilding team, regardless of what some, you know, rose-colored glasses-wearing people out there may think that we're like one player away from being a contender. I don't think that's the case. Who knows? That being said, 
yeah, of course I would have wanted an offensive lineman in the first round. If <laughs> if it wasn't going to be that, uh, it just broke my heart with Quiddy Pay going the, the trade after because I can hear the Colts just being like, you're stupid, New York. We're taking this guy right now. And, like, that's that's what hurt me more than that pick. But the more that I read up on the guy, I mean, he, 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 he sounds electric. I, I said it to you guys, though, first. I mean, you, you don't. You don't draft a, a slot wide receiver in the first round. I don't care no. what kind of gadget guy it is. I don't care about his athleticism and all that kind of stuff. And it's not like he's small. I mean, he's 5'11". He's got a little bit of weight on him, too. I mean, like, he can hold his own. He can take the ball out of the backfield. If uh, You line him up as a, yeah. a, you know, a halfback or, like, a wingback if you want every once in a while. You can move him around. It could be great. Um, I think we all like him as a player. Absolutely. Just the value is, is not commiserate with the team. Like, there's... You can say, like, you know, he was the next highest rater on their big board, but I, I find that hard to believe, or something might be out of whack with their big board. They're just, he has similar skill set to so many guys in this draft. Um, he might be better than some of them, but the, the number one need for us in this draft was offensive line help, and it was unaddressed in all rounds. It, if we got an offensive lineman in the first round and didn't draft another one the rest of it, I would have been satisfied. That's the saddest part. That's why I think Slater at 11 was, would be a great value pick and was probably high up on the board. I mean, if we want to, Colin, we were on a Zoom call um, when when the Giant, this all went down. They traded down. We were so excited. And Quinny Pay was sitting there. When they called Tony's name, I just remember looking at your face and it was just like total shocked. And I was just shocked at the pick. And I, and I didn't understand... And I think Dan said it the best. It's a luxury pick for a team that is rebuilding, and yeah. I just don't, I just don't see it. I mean, I'm sure he's he's going to be a fun guy to watch. I'm excited he's on the team. I'm excited for him. Um, I mean, you know, he's definitely probably the best rapper in the draft. We'll give him that, right? <laughs> young, young Joker. Yeah. We, I listened to his uh, his mixtape. It was okay. It was, it was decent. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Oh, you know what would have been sweet if he was an old boom bap rapper, like mid nineties, like, oh my God, you're, you're how old? You're 20 something years old, 21 years old. And you're going old school. You're sounding like, like you want to be Nas. That would have pumped me up more. Not one of these mumble rapper guys, but I'm, I'm sorry. He he can sort of sing a little bit he's got, he's got some melodies in there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear. I'm just wondering like when, by the time he's like 30, does he, do you change your name to just Joka? Yeah. Like, you remember, like, Young Jeezy? He's just Jeezy now. At what point do you have to drop the Young from your name? Never. Uh, never? And no, by the way, I don't... Th- no one will ever rap like heart. Nas, man. I remember when Alonzo Ball, they, like, asked him who his favorite rapper was, and then someone said, do you like Nas? He's like, nobody listens to Nas anymore. <laughs> and then Michael Rappaport got all pissed off at him. I don't know if you remember that. I anyway, don't. um I So, that. yeah, I mean, the first round was the first round. I think that was probably the biggest point of contention that most people had. I know I was arguing with a lot of people about the Tony pick and people were calling me crazy and saying, Oh, you know, you, you think, you know, more than an NFL GM, which is my favorite response that people have. It's like, so let me ask you a question. When the giants picked Eric flowers, because an NFL GM made that pick, that makes it a good pick. No. When, when the Raiders picked LaMarcus, uh, Russell, uh, was, was, did I get that right? Jamarcus, Jamarcus, Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus. Um, what, just because an NFL GM picked him, was that a good pick? It's the most asinine thing to say. If you yeah. if you were arguing with me on the Big Blue United Instagram and you said that, you're stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with that whole thing. You can't dismiss a argument because you don't have the same information as a front office of an NFL team. Like the, football is entertainment. Like this is sports are entertainment. It's designed for us to talk about. Like 
if you're yeah. going to be like, you can't say anything about that because you don't have the insider, you know, uh, scouting information that they have. Like, what's the point of this whole thing? If you're going to say certain things, are, you're, you're un, uh, unqualified to have an opinion on this. I mean, like, I could what's watch the whole a, point? I could watch a college football game, though. I could watch yeah. a lot of college football games. Yeah. And you could also evaluate people's previous actions in drafts and uh, draw some conclusions, too. Absolutely. Uh, it's not rocket science. I mean, it's. It, it, I appreciate the diehard Giants fans, but at some point, you kind of have to take a step back and realize that not every single move that your favorite team makes is going to be the best move ever. And it hasn't been. I mean, if you want to like just completely ignore the last four or five, whatever, how many years the Giants have not been comp- competitive, I, it, it's crazy to me. But every, I mean, you know, the same people are always going to say, this is the year we go, se- oh, excuse me, not 16 0, 17 0 oh, yeah. this year. Um, if we, if we want to move on to the second round, which I thought was just masterful. They, oh, slam uh, Colin, dunk. Colin, slam what are your dunk. thoughts on the second round? My thoughts? Yeah. Um, I mean, he was graded as a first round, late first rounder. So I, that was an absolute value pick and a need. So it struck on it. And I liked him in college. Uh, Should we say, uh, I'm sorry, Aziz, Aziz Ajulari. Uh, that's a linebacker out of Georgia, edge rusher, we should mention. Which I have to mention (laughs) that uh, I I, I can't remember where it was, where where I was. Oh, it was at that wedding that I was at on Friday. I, I, uh, you know, threw back a couple of pops, and, you know, I was was having a good time, and I think I – my, one of my cousins was just like, oh, who, who's who's the guy we, we drafted in the, in the second round? And I was just like, oh, Aziz Ansari, I think was his name. <laughs> and I didn't realize I said it wrong, and everyone just looked at me like, oh, no, that's not right. That's He would not make a good football player, yeah. I don't think. No, no, he would not. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, I think it's a great pick. I mean, he's super athletic, and he, he like I said, he's a, a – a pick of need and he's going to play and he's going to contribute right away. That's the one thing that I can say, at least for the first two, two rounds, these are guys that are impacting day one. They're going to, even Agreed. if it's, if Tony's a, a third or fourth wide receiver, he's not just going to be doing that. He's going to be returning kicks. He's going to do whatever. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they traded down and got the guy they wanted a guy that a lot of people thought they were going to take in the first round um, at 11. Um, and, yeah, I think that's the kind of shot you have to take when you need an impact player, uh, especially at the edge position, someone to get up to the quarterback. Um, you know, he, he could be, the, you know, the best pure pass rusher in this draft. The people just got scared away from um, his injury. Um, so I love the pick. I think, you know, he went to whatever that guy's name in, like, Alabama, the, the bone doctor specialist that gave him the thumbs up. Oh, uh, yeah, J- James Andrews, who basically does every ACL. Yeah. Yeah, every every knee tear of every NFL, not just NFL, but like all every sports. athlete that exists. And he said he said it was the knee passed. So I mean, yeah. to me, to me, I'll take that as yeah. assurance there. I mean, like, like I think the reason a lot of people feel better about the first round pick is because of the second round pick. You know, uh, I think you know Ian said it on a Big Blue United. Like, if if you were to find out that the Giants would have Aziz and Tony, and you got Aziz in the first round and Tony in the second, like you'd sign up for that, which it's like true. is That's a little bit more true. palatable. Yeah, but you know, not at the. I'd rather still rather have taken a offensive tackle and have a season an offensive tackle. But um, don't forget great. the trades and don't forget the picks for next year because that was on top yeah. of it. No, well, you could have still done that. The first trade I love. I would have. I, I would trade. You know, the second trade down for a, a starting offensive lineman. But I still, well, I still love trading down and acquiring more draft capital. Seems like the Giants might. <laughs> You know, they did a great job, but it also seems like maybe they're just like, oh, we don't know enough about these guys. We're just going to punt till next year. 
Um, hey, I mean, you know what? It might not be the worst strategy. No. You never know. Purposefully or accidentally, I'm for it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love this pick. I love I love trading down. I love who they got. I, I, I think it fills such a void on this defense. There's really nobody that of his caliber on this team. Um, he basically steps in and is the best player at his position on the roster, which is a difficult thing to accomplish in the second round of the draft, I think. Um, like you said before, his knee arthritis, I mean, it doesn't seem to be a big deal. James Andrews said it was cool. I, I'm all for it. I, I think he fits the scheme really well, too, um, which is another positive. I think Patrick Graham's going to have a lot of fun with him and, and with all the new pieces on, on the defense. And, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of how this was done, and trading down was amazing again, and getting him at, at the 50th pick is an absolute steal. So, you know, um, this draft just reeks of Bill Belichick to me, so good job, Joe Judge. <laughs> Anyway, um, I think the second round, this is my favorite pick in the whole the whole draft. My favorite yeah. move. I mean, it, it was just really like, I hate to say masterfully done by Dave Gettleman, but I'm going to say masterfully done by, <laughs> by someone Dave in the Gettleman front office. and co. Joe Judge just said before. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it's a collabo. I mean, it is. You're right. And, you know, I'm glad there's uh, everybody working together here to, uh, to make that decision, which was, yeah. I mean, I'm surprised he dropped that much. I can't, I, I mean, I hope, I hope the knee isn't, isn't an issue. We'll see. There's only only time will tell. Yep. Um, so yeah, if we want to just head on to the third round, there Giants picked cornerback uh, Aaron Robinson. Um, this was they traded up um, with the fifth they acquired in the first round trade, I believe. They got a fifth for that, so they traded the Broncos, moved up for him. Um, I know we said last time you can't really have enough cover corners, so I, I think it was a good pick. Dan, Dan, what is your opinion on this pick? Yeah, this was a solid pick. A lot of upside from uh, from Aaron Robinson. He's Good size, uh, a cover corner. Uh, he can stop the run. He's good tackler. Um, you know, can't really argue. I, I, w- I would just, you know, at this spot, if we went another way in the first couple of rounds, if we had an offensive lineman or, um, or di- different positions in the first round, there still were good wide receivers and edge rushers available at this point. Um, uh, Damani Brown and, and Ronnie Perkins, the edge rusher from Oklahoma. Were available, so like there's still good value here. Um, I'm not trying to say that this wasn't the pick to make. I'm just saying, you know, if they restructured the draft in a certain way, you could still uh, fill those needs that we addressed in the previous rounds. Oh yeah, yeah. Colin, what was your opinion on the Aaron Robinson pick here? Well, I, I mean, it had to take for the entire draft to be over for me to uh, kind of have this feeling. But just from looking at him, and we'll, we'll get to the last pick as well, since he's a cornerback too, they're very specific kinds of cornerbacks, and they can both play inside and out, and they're good tacklers. Um, Patrick Graham wants to play more press, more cover, and I don't think he's had the cornerbacks to be able to do that yet. So he's getting a little uh, a little meanness on the outside and, and uh, in the slot. So I kind of like that in terms of um, continuing to build the attitude and the uh, – I guess the uh, the demeanor of this defense, the the feeling, the kind of intimidation that the, the old school Giants defenses used to have, and I think uh, if these guys pan out, that's going to go a long way. I mean, the secondary is is stacked, and I can't remember a time where that was ever the case for this team. So, I like the pick. I think it's, it's been a while. Good. Yeah, I think I think he also fills the void of. of do we have any anyone else on the team with dreads? Because Tony. Like it. Is Tony uh, Hendricks? No, he maybe braids. The the running back. Oh, he that does. we drafted. Uh, yeah, Brightwell. Yeah, but we'll get there. All right. Yeah, we we haven't gotten there yet. I mean, for me, I 
I I really did like this pick. I think I think Robinson is is a guy who can you like you said can play inside and outside. And you are right. Graham was traditionally trying to run man to man like in the Dolphins and just didn't kind of have the cornerback. I, I don't. I'm not going to say the cornerback play, but didn't have enough cornerbacks to do man coverage. And yeah. I think that definitely hurt the pass rush a lot too. So I really think you know if he can come in and compete with Darnay Holmes for the nickel position, which I think he's probably best suited for in this team, especially like Dan said, he's a great tackler. He can come down into the box. He tackles like a safety, which is, you know, I think Graham can use him in some, you know, creative uh, blitzes and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see him come in and compete with Darnell Holmes in nickel position. I, and I really think that, you know, he's going to bring a lot of toughness to yeah. the cornerback position on this team, which I, you know, I'm not going to say is lacking, but you can never have enough tough dudes on this team. Mm-hmm. So this is a great pick. I mean, Let's move on to round four, which I thought was a bit of a miss for me. With Ellison Smith from Northern Iowa was another edge rusher. Um, I guess for me, it seems like he's going to come in and try to be like a replacement for Kyle Fackrell. Possibly could be better. His numbers are good. In in 2019, he had 21.5 tackles for a loss, 14 sacks, and five forced fumbles. Those are great numbers. It is college, um, but, you know, that's all you have to evaluate on. Uh, this team needs pass rushers, so... It, it, to me, getting a pass rush is great. I, personally, would have probably addressed the offensive line here. You had guys on the board like Royce Newman, Josh Ball, Dan Moore Jr., who I all think would have, you know, I, they all went a little bit later than the Giants were picking. I still don't think any of those guys would have been bad value where they were picking in the fourth round. And I think that, you know, to not get any offensive line help is just absolutely insane. And I think you missed an opportunity here to really, you know, make shoot your shot at one of these guys and uh, you know, go for go for it. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh Dan, what's your what's your thought on Ellerson? Yeah, I mean like I I'd be lying if I told you I knew anything about this guy before the draft. Um yeah, I mean he's from everything I can tell, he's, you know, a project. He's a bit raw. He's got great measurables. He's super tall. He's six six, but he's thin. He's two fifty. Um Apparently he's super athletic and, and you know has you know creative ways to get to the quarterback. But if anyone's to get a hand on him, they're probably going to knock him over. Um, but I mean, I, I always appreciate like raw skills or, or size that you can't teach. But again, like the, I think this was sort of an interesting uh, pick for us because there were a lot of um, other needs that could have been addressed with this pick. Um, like I alluded to earlier, there are some interesting wide receivers still available, and Jalen Darden. Um, the, the the shifty wide receiver from uh, what was that? Was that in North Dakota? Not North, North, North One Texas. Of those. North Texas, yeah. Um, and Taylor Wallace from OSU. Um, Rashad Weaver was an edge rusher from uh, Pittsburgh that had some upside. And the guy that we we drafted uh, in our mock draft, Larry Borum from Missouri, was available who would have shored up the offensive line. Um, and just another one that we missed on picked right before was Jabril Cox the uh, linebacker from uh, LSU, who I, I was really into, and I thought like the Giants could have taken us early in the second round. When we yeah, I was surprised he, he fell that that far, yeah. honestly. When I saw his name get called in the fourth, I was like, oh, my God, he's still on the board? It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I think he's going to be good. He's super athletic and can cover. But that being said, like, don't really know much about Ellerson Smith, but um, I think there was other interesting talent there that, that might have fit into a different differently structured uh, a draft for the Giants. Yeah, I, I think that uh, what they saw in him uh, was largely come from, came from the tape uh, that he had against bigger schools because he was Northern Iowa, not – what is it an FCS? I guess it's an FCS school. Um, he played his, his ass off against uh, uh, Iowa State, and, you know, he, he was up against people much bigger than him, and he performed. So 
Uh, he had an insane game, I think. He had a couple of sacks or whatever. And he, I think they look at him as kind of like one of those, and, and you know, for a lack of, of better examples, you, you said um, kind of a developmental kind of pick, maybe like a like a later round JPP who hasn't played very long but has the, the physicality to, to maybe build into something, put a couple of more pounds on his frame. He's already athletic. Uh, he's got the long arms, and, you know, it's 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 a pure developmental pick. So, I, you know, I'm with you. I mean, there, there was still offensive linemen on the board to go there, but um, I think it was pretty clear by this point that they weren't going to take anybody. I, I was convinced. I was like, there's no way that they're going to even reach on a, on a yeah. lineman later on. I think they're just – they're punting to either undrafted free agents or hopefully – getting some development out of who we have already and taking the next step next year. Um, you know, I, I, in years past, I'd be a lot more upset by this, but I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of talent here. I don't know. I I'm so on the fence. It's tough. I mean, like, but let's, I'm just going to go off track for a second here. It's like, what if next year, you know, we have all this draft capital and then Daniel Jones, you know, poops the bed again because he can't, doesn't have anyone blocking for him. And now you're going to be using all these picks to potentially move up and get a quarterback. I mean, it's like, why are, why are we not, why are we trying to punt to next year? Because this is supposed to be the year where we're evaluating Jones and this is his make or break season, as everyone's been saying. I, TJ, don't, uh... I don't understand this at all it's so confusing to me maybe if you had more information like the guys in the front office you'd feel a little yeah, better that's how can be you, it. you can't have any opinion on this i'm sorry i should have listened <laughs> to that one guy on instagram who was saying that the giants <laughs> are just gonna sign or trade for somebody with all that oh they'll just get like amazing a really offensive yes yeah, yeah. all those amazing <laughs> offensive linemen that are still available and all the cap space that the giants Yo, why did you think of them. that i know wow well, <laughs> well how dare i let's go to the offensive lineman tree for better or worse, though, I mean, maybe it is just a, a like a bigger picture, and it's like not they're not really looking at this year as the what we think of the make or break year for for Daniel Jones. What if he sucks all year and he's still around, and they're okay with it because they know they don't have a line in front of them, and they're just going to be like, "Well, stupid." It I is mean, stupid. Isn't the but... whole po- point to be competitive <laughs> and to win games and to win a championship? I'm just saying you can't do it every single year. That's all I'm saying. The trick is to be competitive without hurting Daniel Jones or Dave Gettleman's feelings. Huh. So if you can tow that line, we'll be in good shape. I, I'm just playing devil's advocate for the fact that there there could be a different outlook in terms of not like the urgency isn't the same for everybody for different reasons. And I, I would love to be a fly on the wall because maybe you know what the NFL stands sense. for not for long. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you except know, for Joe... when you're the Giants and you do everything <laughs> like it's a glacier. And everything goes slowly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what did what did Jones throw? Eleven touchdowns, ten picks. He didn't throw for three thousand yards. I know he missed a few games, but I mean, he looked real pedestrian. And and I and he was and like we said before, he was getting harassed all year. And I just can't see this line, man. It, I I hope I'm wrong, and I hope these young guys really come in and develop, and, and it's gonna be a much better and more cohesive unit. But it's still such a giant question mark, and and I think it's really going to be a dark cloud over the team the rest of this offseason moving into training camp. Um, and then, you know, obviously we'll reevaluate where guys are at after we see them practicing and then preseason. But still, I mean, it's 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 just a crazy, mind-boggling decision to not 
really address anything in free agency or the draft at all on the along the offensive line, which I'm going to say it again, is the worst unit on this team and has only gotten worse with Zeitler leaving. <sighs> anyway, um, we want to just finish up with uh, with round six. We had two picks there. We had Gary Brightwell as a running back and Rodarius Williams, uh, cornerback. Uh, brother to Greedy Williams, by the way, NFL player. Um, I mean, for me, fine. I, I, I guess I get, you know, the, the sixth round is the time to pick a running back. And like, you know, we said a thousand times, more corners is great. If you really look at the people who are still left on the board, it it, it is a little bit of a, uh, these picks I didn't really like super well. I mean, you had guys left like Quincy Roche, Stone Forsen, the tackle out of Florida. She Smith, who I thought was a gr- uh, really underrated wide receiver from Wake Forest, who dropped a lot. Um, and I know, Dan, you were a big fan of my favorite name in the draft, De- De- Demetric Felton. Oh, yeah. Um, who's kind of a Swiss Army knife sort of dude. Mm-hmm. I honestly would have taken any of those guys uh, over these two. Um, Colin, what was your thought on the, on the final round? Uh, well, I kind of like uh, Brightwell after reading up on him a little bit because he's just – I. I... I don't know. I, I kind of like the guy behind Saquon that is the ground and pound. Uh, may at least maybe try to take some uh, some carries from him to keep him fresh. This could be the guy to do it because he's big and he likes to run people over. I'm just gonna enjoy watching that. And we all miss Brandon Jacobs. So if there's anything remotely close to someone who's uh, smash mouth like that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be into it. Granted, we didn't need a running back. I we shouldn't have let you know the ball man go, but we've already addressed that. Um, running back, we could have just easily signed probably this guy in as an undrafted free agent, but you know, that, that's, he doesn't really have a profile on a lot of the scouting websites. So that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. I don't know what, there must be something, uh, in terms of Rodarius Williams as the last pick, I mentioned him before, not by name, but, uh, by reputation. I mean, he's that same kind of guy. He's got, he's kind of bigger. He is physical and he's good at the press. So it's just in that same uh, vision that Patrick Graham's trying to put together. So at least I think there's going to be some uh, some lunch pail guys in the in the um, the defensive <laughs> back room, uh, yeah. which is always great. I love that. It's going to be a, a very uh, blue collar kind of uh, you know. I, I think it's going to be a very cohesive unit. They're going to be uh, very tight. They're going to be very uh, you know playing for each other. Yeah. A lot well, of high all young and they, yeah. I, th- I think cool. they, they're gonna, they're going to have a fun time, but I, I I TJ made a bunch of names that I agree with uh, Quincy Roche and Forsyth from Florida. The, the offensive tackle would have been nice there. Like that would have saved us a lot of grief, I think, if they picked up that offensive tackle. He was like, projected was something... to go a lot earlier too. Yeah. So I mean, I think that was a steal there. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would have made sense. Um, yeah, my I mean, there's a lot of running backs still available at this point. I think I would have rather taken more of it like an electric game changer kind of running back rather than sort of like a ground and pound one there. Um, there's also Khalil Herbert from uh, Virginia tech who was, you know, a great runner way faster, way more dynamic. Um, and it, for cornerbacks, uh, Thomas Graham from Oregon was still on the board. Um, I think he's got a, a more classic pedigree and, and was definitely projected to go a lot much higher than he ended up going um, subsequent to this pick. So, I mean, I don't know anything. I'm not in the front office, so, you know, don't listen to anything I say, but there you go. those would have been my choices. Don't know um, anything. And and the Radarius Williams uh, Smith, like you guys said, does seem to be the type of cornerback they're trying to draft. That you know, six foot tall, heavier, uh, you know, more physical cornerback, which is great. I love to see some guys get dropped in the in the secondary. That'd be great. 
I mean, I, another I have... concern with him. I'm sorry. Another concern with him too, though, is that he, by the time the season starts, he's 25 years old. So. Oh, okay. Which yeah, is... he's he, he's the older brother of Greedy Williams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, literally. No, he um, is yeah. for real. That's yeah. that's nuts. I mean, uh, I, 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 that's great. He's probably more mature. Um, maybe he can play <laughs> football longer. I don't know, but like, if you're gonna invest a draft pick in a guy where you're already missing out in four years of his career, you know, it, it's a little weird to me. But anyway, Colin, what were you saying? Uh, I, I, I want, I want something to, you know, lift you guys up in terms of. Uh, can you take me higher? Yes, Creed is is going. Can you lift to... me up on Eagles' wings? So Not, I no, drafted no, Creed Humphrey. Yeah, Creed Humphrey. I was just about to say no. Um, I wish. I wish. Think of it this way: this is a perspective, and I know this might not be the way to do it, but this was a positive because if the offensive line is terrible and the offense does nothing next year, then automatically Dave Gettleman's going to be out of a job, and we win. You know, I don't. I don't want to like think like that or go into the season hoping that you know <laughs> Dave Gettleman <laughs> is gone. I mean, I know we all talk about how much we hate him, but ultimately, I'd like to him to have a job forever because that means we're winning games, which should be fun. I mean, do you remember when? Do you remember winning games? Do you guys remember that? Yeah, he he wasn't around for it, and that's why I want yeah. him gone so he can actually start doing it again. That's how I'm looking at it. Anything to change the status quo, which is what we've been seeing. So. I yeah, know. I mean, it's going to, you know, overall, I mean, if we look at the whole draft, I am a fan of this draft. I think the Giants had one of the better drafts. Um, that being said, you know, it's always going to boil down to offensive line for me. And I'm going to say it, I said it a thousand times, but it, this draft will not be an A-plus because they didn't try to fix the line at all. Um, I mean, if if I had to redo this draft, did you, did you guys do a little mock draft, what you would have done? Because I know I did, so... I'll share mine real quick. Yeah. I would have not traded down in the first. I would have picked Slater. I would have kept the second and third rounds the same with the Z's and Robinson. Fourth round, I would have gone Royce Newman, interior lineman. I would have gone Quincy Roche and, and She Smith in the sixth. And I think that you're really hitting a lot of positions in need, a lot of good value, and um, it would have been a little more helpful to this team. That being said, you know, not trading down in the first is a bit of a bummer, but I do believe that Slater is going to be a really good player. So, you know, Dan, like what that. did you think? Yeah, my, my draft with the trade downs that they did, I would have had Durasa, uh, I would have taken Aziz, then I would have taken Damani Brown, wide receiver from NC, uh, then would have been uh, Rashad, oh, actually, uh, Larry Borum. Larry Borum, yeah. I would have taken uh, him too. He would in the be fourth. Yeah. Khalil Herbert and Thomas Graham in last pick. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, all in all, my, my opinion is, is the draft went way better than I thought it was going to go. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to seeing this team come, you know, take the field next year. I hope they address the offensive line in some capacity or we, you know, find some undrafted free agent that's going to be, really kill it for us because um, otherwise it's going to be a, a brutal watching experience for the offense. We're going to see the defense just dominate again and watch the offense leave them high and dry and, you know, have that time of possession battle um, be skewed so poorly like it was last year. Ooh, so. Yeah. Hey, who knows? We we have this draft capital now. Maybe there's some someone disgruntled out there that we can make a trade for between now and, and, and next season. I know that's that's hard to come by, but it's still a possibility. Um, speaking of, speaking of people who are disgruntled, well, we'll talk about that in a second. Go ahead, yeah, finish your uh, thought. Yeah. If I was gonna pick, and I'm I'm going with the trade downs because I like that. Uh, Quiddy Pay would have been my guy at one. Um, Dylan Raddons would have been the second because. You know, we talked about him, and he was there. And I was yeah. also basing it on the actual draft and who was around after our pick. 
Um, I also, yeah, also got to do. Yeah, I, I, I went for Diami uh, Brown <clears throat> as well, the um, North Carolina wide receiver in the third. Uh, Trey Brown, uh, cornerback in the fourth. Uh, another cornerback, Tay Gowan, because I just I love that guy. I fell in love with researching him. And then Quincy Roach in the sixth as the final, uh, like you've mentioned before, Dan. That, that would have been fine with me. Wait, so you did not, not take any offensive linemen? Well, no, they no, Dylan Raddins. Adams in the second. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. My Which, I, like I said before, yeah. if we took one guy in the whole draft, yeah, yeah. that would have been satisfied. That would have been nice. Yeah, I mean, anybody, like anybody, I don't, anyone, I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, one of us will go play guard. Yeah. Right. If you could, if we could like combine our bodies into one, we would make a good offensive <laughs> lineman. Be very large, unathletic offensive. <laughs> <lineman. laughs> yeah. Be super fat. But anyway, it, it, I know we, I'd be remiss not to mention that Aaron Rodgers is in a conversation about becoming a giant. Um, honestly, I would totally blast both first-round picks for a couple years of uh, – yeah. I mean, with this defense, wild. Uh, I think I think that Rodgers, even without an offensive line, would, would and our wide be insane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh I, I would do it. What about you guys, Dan? I mean, I'm not gonna trade five first round picks, but I would No, no, no. Two? I would trade two. Yeah. And as long as we draft offensive linemen with the other ones. Like, yeah, right. Daniel Jones be, on the way he, out too, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback, you know, I've I've seen, you know, in my football watching lifetime. Uh I mean outside of maybe Patrick Mahomes, but like he's Rodgers has done it for forever. Yeah. Um um, he, just, he just does things that other quarterbacks just simply cannot do. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I would trade for Aaron. Never, Paul, never would, you, would, you, would you trade both first round picks next year for Aaron Rodgers? No, no. Why not? No, because no, he's not the future. So I don't, I don't care. Sure, Neither is Daniel that, Jones. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know what? There you go. <laughs> Neither are on the team in, in my mind in terms of that. So it's all good. Who is like, uh, you know, I haven't really taken a look. I know they usually do like in way too early mock draft. Who's like the quarterback next year? Who's the guy? Do we know? Um, I, I did. I don't know. There's that. I guess it's not his year. There's a guy. Uh, the, the quarterback that's taking over at Clemson is going to be an absolute monster. I don't. He might have to do two years though. Oh. Um, I don't. I can't. I can't remember. I should know. Sam Sam Howell, North Carolina. I see here. I don't know, man. I don't watch college football. Yeah. Probably yeah. All right. Well. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little more. I just mostly, uh, yeah. you know, read a lot. I don't know. Saturday's a bad day for me to watch anything. So, I um, did watch the draft though while I was working. I had it on my computer, and I was just not paying attention to doing my job <laughs> at all. Good. Just watching the draft instead. Like the giant, the Giants pick would come up, and then the printer would have like ten tickets printing out of it. And I'd be like, oh, I'm not making these drinks right now. Nah. Forget it. <laughs> Fools. Um, I mean, I guess that's it. Um, I mean. It was a good draft, and I, I think we all ha just have to say, you know, the Giants are a better team than they were before the draft. Um, and, I, and I think that I'm really looking forward to this year, especially I'm really looking forward to this defense. I think it's going to be really fun to watch, and I hope that Tony is a better player and really fits in the scheme and, and, and is an amazing player. I hope he does really well, and, and same for everybody else we drafted. So, I mean, you know, guys, thanks for listening again. Please, you know, hit that subscribe button. Follow Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And thanks for listening. And we'll be back around time for training. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. Yes. 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 Yes.